Hello everyone, you're welcome to the God Kind of Health with Pastor Henry Doe, PhD. Stay tuned and be blessed. Hi everyone, this is Pastor Henry Doe, your personal pastor and life coach. Um, God has instructed me to teach his word. To feed you with knowledge. So, um, especially when this whole um, issues with coronavirus began, just like I keep saying in all my sessions, you know, as a pastor, God has blessed me with His Word and has taught me how to walk and live in this life without worrying about sicknesses and diseases. And, you know, I've said this before, my journey started in 2009 when I got a hold of a book titled Lessons on Divine Health written by Kenneth E. Hagen. And I read the book in one day. I finished the whole book. And by the time I was done, my journey to the God kind of health began. So if you've been listening to me, you've been following me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Google, on iTunes, on the internet with Pastor Henry Doe, you'll find out that I have been called to teach the world how to live in this world without worrying about sicknesses and diseases. God bless you for joining me once again. And today, I want to continue my teachings so i want to talk about your journey into the god kind of health how to start the journey into the god kind of health i have said a whole lot of things i've given examples of people who have lived in this world who experienced this life of not worrying about sicknesses and diseases. So now is the time for me to take you deeper into how to begin to experience it. So your journey into the God kind of health. Number one, if you're going to Enjoy this life, the God kind of health. You would have to experience what the Bible calls the born again experience. <laughs> the born again experience. Another word that is used for this is what we call the new birth 
the new birth. So, um, there was a man in the book of John, the third chapter from the verse 1, called Nicodemus. In the days of Jesus Christ, this man was a Pharisee. He was a teacher of the Jews. And when you talk about who a Pharisee is, you're looking at very learned people. You're looking at doctors of the law in the Jewish tradition. You know, so we have the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And this man came to Jesus in the evening, according to the book of John, the third chapter. And he said to Jesus, Jesus, you are a teacher that comes from God. And God is with you. And one of the reasons why God is with you is basically because of all these miracles you are working. And Jesus looked at him. Ideally, if a man comes to you to commend you, because this was a teacher, commending his fellow teacher, Jesus Christ was also called a teacher. His disciples called him master. The word master originates from the Greek word didaskalos, which means a teacher or a master or a doctor. And Nicodemus was also called the same. So if a fellow teacher has come to commend you, the reasonable response to give would be, oh, thank you. You know, I appreciate your commendations. But Jesus looked at Nicodemus and said to him, Nicodemus, you must be born again. Nicodemus, you must be born again. Jesus saw the heart of Nicodemus. He saw that Nicodemus had a desire to become like Jesus. Because Jesus was not an ordinary teacher. He was a unique teacher. He was a teacher who did not only teach, but lived according to his teachings. He was a teacher who had miracles. He was a teacher, oh my God, <laughs> who experienced the God kind of health. And Nicodemus, obviously, as a teacher, knew many other teachers who were not experiencing the same thing that Jesus Christ was experiencing. So Jesus saw his heart and knew that this man had the desire to become like him. And he said to him, look, you can become like me. But the first step for you to take to experience the God kind of health, to experience the kind of life that I experience, is the step of the new birth. Nicodemus said to him, how can a grown-up man go into his mother's womb and be born again? That should tell you 
what Jesus meant when he was saying born again. As the word states, born again. It means that you were once born before, but you need another birth. What was Jesus saying? You see, Jesus was a teacher who was very deep. And he was communicating to another teacher who was also very deep in his thinking. Jesus was saying that whatever a man is made up of is because of his birth. You are who you are today because of who gave birth to you. If a man gave birth to you, you would be a man. You would experience the challenges that men experience. You would experience the limitations that men experience. If a dog gave birth to you, you would act like a dog. So, your birth determines your nature. And I want you to take note of that. Your birth determines your nature. A dog would give birth to a dog. A cat would give birth to a cat. A human being would give birth to a human being. And a God would give birth to a God. My, my, my. Malo's in the head. So Jesus was referring him to his birth. Jesus said to him that the problem with you guys, because Jesus always had issues with the Pharisees, in fact, when you study the story of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Pharisees, you know, you know, worked out his death and his crucifixion because they always had issues with him. So Jesus was taking, telling Nicodemus that the problem with you guys is because of your birth. You know, in another verse, the same book of John, chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus talking to the same kind of people, the Pharisees, who were teachers, who were deep in the understanding. He said to them, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. Check the book of John, the 8th chapter and the 44th verse. And it was the same message he was trying to get across to them, that whoever you are today, is by virtue of your nature. Sorry, whatever your nature is today is by virtue of your birth. Whatever your nature is today is by virtue of who gave birth to you. That is how come, you know, in today, in the world we live in today, you go to churches and you meet men of God, you meet prophets, and they talk to you about curses in your family, you know, curses that run through the family, um, blessings that run through the family, issues that run through the family. For some of you, when you check your families and you do a detailed analysis of the family from which you are coming, you realize that there are certain things that has been a trait that is running through the family. And these things are indicators of the fact that whoever you are today, oh, your birth plays a major role. There are many religions in this world. We have Islam, Hare Krishna, we have Buddhism, and so forth and so on. 
And when you take a critical study of these religions, you will find out that there are a set of rules that have been laid for them to follow. Like in the case of Judaism, you know, the founder of this religion was Moses. So he came with a law. And as history have, has proved to us, as history has proved to us, to us, when you study the history of Judaism, you will find out that many of the people who submitted themselves to these religions became victim of these religions because they could not live according to these laws. And when you broke these laws, there were punishments. So in the, um, how do you call it, the Judaism religion, we have what we call the curse of the law. And there are references to that in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, where it says that when you break these laws and these laws and those laws, these are the repercussions. And when Jesus Christ came, he made a famous statement. He said, Moses brought the law. In fact, in the book of John, yeah. John chapter 1. But Jesus brought grace and truth. And the truth that Jesus Christ brought, which was very evident in his own personal life, which he lived, is what I am sharing with you. This is the truth I am sharing with you. This is the grace I am sharing with you. And one of it, in fact, the fundamental of this truth is your birth. Your birth. So, all these followers of the various religions we have, they try to please God as much as they can. To act on rules and regulations, do's and don'ts. They try not to do what the laws with respect to their religion ask them not to do and give themselves do's and don'ts. And according to history, with Judaism as a study, you will find out that human beings can never, can never be perfect with obeying God. So it is stated in the Bible that there is none righteous, not even one. It's stated clear in the Bible that there is none that is righteous. There is none. The righteous works of the human being to please God in his sight are like filthy rats. And that is the story of many of these re religions. So they try to please God. They try to get close to God. And it is not a bad thing. In fact, it is a good thing to begin with. But you must graduate. You must not stay there. Whichever religion you are in, you must not stay there because Jesus Christ brought a higher truth. So Jesus was born out of the Judaism religion. And he came to fulfill the laws of the Judaism religion. 
because he came to teach them that until your nature is changed, the human nature cannot fully please God. Let me state it again. Until the human nature is fully changed, the human nature can never please God. Look, imagine you decide to get a pig, a pig. We all know what a pig is. Pigs by nature, they love the mud. <laughs> they enjoy the mud. You know, they love to play in mud. And you want to revolutionize the pig because you're falling in love with this pig so much that you want this pig to follow you everywhere you're going. Follow you to the market, follow you to your work premises. So you decide to start training the pig to give the pig a set of laws, rules and regulations to follow and help the pig to obey. Look, you can try and try and try. Yeah, you can try. But one day, this pig would be following you to work, dressed nice, smelling good, and it would see a gutter. And by nature, you will be shocked. It would run straight into the gutter. That is the story of humans in their own power, in their human nature, trying to please God. And that is why Jesus Christ brought the revolution of the new birth. Because any man who comes to believe in Jesus, what happens to you? You receive a new birth. You were once born as a human being. Human beings can never walk in the God kind of health. Human beings, it is normal for them to fall sick. Human beings, it is normal for them to be poor. It is normal for them to have challenges. It is normal. There are things that are normal with human beings. But when you are born again, as it is written in the book of John chapter 3, and the verse 6, that that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. When you receive Jesus Christ, his message, his principles, and his life, and you believe on his name, the Bible says that he gives you the power to become a son of God. He gives you the power to be born again. This time, not by another human being, but by the Spirit of God. So the Spirit of God, which you can't see with your naked eyes, the Spirit of God comes to give birth to you. And when the Spirit of God comes into you and to give birth to you, what happens? A God gives birth to God. Bible teaches us in John 4 24 that God is a spirit. So God and his spirit are one. So when he comes to you and you receive him into your life and what happens? He gives birth to a new man. <laughs> and this new man because this new man is not born of another man. Yes, you were once born by a man. But now, God has come to give birth to you. Who are you now? 
You are now a son of God. And that is your beginning into the God kind of health. Because now that your birth is from God, your nature would also be from God. The nature of God will begin to work inside you. <laughs> the nature of God will begin to work inside you. Whatever cannot happen to God cannot happen to you. Because you are now born of God. You are now born of God. Hallelujah. Wow. You are now born of God. You are now born of God. What a blessing. You know, the Bible says that, Beloved, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the sons of God. So, that is your first journey into the God kind of health. If you're watching me or listening to me and you're not born again, there are many of you that never understood the concept of being born again. The concept of the new birth. 2 Corinthians 5 and the verse 17 says that if any man, any human being, be in Christ, he is a new creature. New creature underlined. New creature. The word new creature refers to a new species. It refers to a creature that never existed before. You see, there are documentaries of scientists who go out there to scout for new species of organisms. And when you watch some of these documentaries, you will find out that when they discover some of these new species of organisms, the next thing they do is to study the life of these new species. Study the life of these new species. Look, after you are born again, you are a new species. You are not a human being. Leva goes and You are a new species that never existed before. You are the nature of God in a human body. <laughs> you are the son of God in a human body. In other words, you are a God in a human body. You see, this new species or this new nature cannot live like how ordinary human beings live. You can't live like ordinary human beings. So in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 
you see a man like Apostle Paul telling the church of Corinth that you guys are behaving like mere men when you are actually supposed to be behaving like spirituals. <laughs> the word that was used in that particular verse, spirituals, is from the Greek word pneuma or pneumaticos. The word pneuma is a word that is used for the Holy Spirit or for spirit. And it refers to the nature of the spirit. <laughs> so you cannot be behaving like ordinary human beings. You are not a human being. You can call yourself a spirit being, but you are a God in the human body. And you are a new species. So in 2 Corinthians 5.17, you realize that that particular verse continues by saying that all things are passed away. Now, if you did a bit of English, you realize that the word passed away is a figurative speech. Passed away means to be dead. If you say your mother is passed away, it means your mom is dead. So it says all things are passed away. Behold. You know, it says behold. The word behold refers to see. It means that begin to see. Begin to see differently. In the book of Genesis, when man fell by disobedience, the first thing that happened was that his perspective changed. And that is why after you have been born again, the first thing that must happen is that your perspective must change. You must begin to see from a new perspective. And that is the meaning of the word behold in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, behold, all things are become new. You are a new species. You have a new life. And the first of your kind was the man Jesus Christ who lived the God kind of life. He is our model because he was the first species that was God living in a human body. I want to end this session here. I want you to keep following me on all my social media handles. You know, you can just Google Pastor Henry Doe and you get my books, you get my messages, my videos, my songs, and everything you would want to get about me. God bless you for taking this time out to listen to me. I love you. Goodbye. Thank you so much for staying tuned and listening. God bless you. Please subscribe to this podcast. If you have any questions, send us your questions, share, and let us interact. See you. God bless you.